Hi, everyone. If you don't already know, I'm Courtney. Nice to meet you all. Um, I am preaching a message today over even if kind of faith. And I am so, so excited about it because it's been something that has been laid on my heart for who knows how long, a couple months, ever since I went on the fine arts trip in the summer. It was laid on my heart that I need to have a bigger faith in God, that I can't be so scared all the time because honestly it drains a lot of my energy and it makes me exhausted and I don't want to do anything if I don't trust him. So one of my favorite quotes, I'm a quote person, and one of my favorite quotes is by Patrick Overton and he said, when you have come to the edge of all the light you know and are about to step off into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on or you will be taught how to fly. And I love that because a lot of people think faith is just believing in something they can't see, right? That's what every, that's the definition everyone says. But to me, faith is believing in God even when things don't go my way, even when life gets really hard or I'm really confused or I think there's no way out or whatever it is. I have to have faith that no matter what happens, he will be with me. Because most of the time, let's be honest, things don't turn out the way we want it, right? I don't care what it is, if it's getting an A in a class or for me running a race at a certain time. But whatever it is, most likely God will have a different plan for you. But it's always the best plan. I have learned this so much. Our problem, though, is that we don't have the faith until we see it happen. After we get the A on the test, after we get the PR in the race, after our dad gets healed from a sickness, whatever it is, we don't have that faith until after it happens. And for me, let's take college. I just turned 18. I had to come up with all these college plans, and college is very scary, but it's worth it. But I had no clue where I was going. I had like seven different colleges trying to get me to go to their school, trying to get me to run there, trying to get me to do all these crazy things that I honestly was terrified to do. And I cried a lot during this process because I had no clue what to do. But I had that even if kind of faith that even if I don't go to the college that I want to go to, God's gonna use me at the college that I do go to. And I ended up going, I'm going to an amazing college next year, and I'm so grateful. And I wouldn't have got to in that college without praying to God first and believing that he could get me into that college. Another thing is with sports. I know a lot of you in here are in a sports team. Like, let's take basketball, for example. You have to believe and you have to have faith in your teammates that when you pass the ball to them, they're going to get it and not let the other team get the ball, right? You have to believe in that. Because if you don't have faith that your team is going to get the ball, then you're going to hog the ball, and then your coach is going to get mad, your team's going to get mad, and you're probably not going to win the game, right? So we have to trust God. One of my favorite verses is in Psalm 32. It says, Lord my God, I called, to, I called to you for help, and you healed me. A couple verses down in verse 5, it says, Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. 
I personally struggle a lot with depression. It's something that I don't honestly like to share with people because I'm known as a very, very happy and positive girl all the time. And it hits me at night, just randomly. I'll be, I'll go out with all my friends and then I'll go home and I just feel like crying all night. I stay up till two in the morning trying to come up with random ideas and my mind just overflows with things that could go wrong. <laughs> I never think about what could go right with depression. It never happens. And so the past couple weeks, it's been really hard because I go home and I sit in my bed and I just cry and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. And then God was like, Courtney, I taught you this. I taught you that you need to have faith even when you're sad. And so the past couple nights, I challenged myself that when I go home and I get really, really sad to pray and to say, God, I am so sad right now. I am having a really bad day. That person called me a name or whatever it is. And I still trust that you're going to get me through this. I still trust that no matter how sad I get or how hard it is or how lonely I feel, that you are going to get me through this. John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. God has overcome the world. He created the world. So why am I so worried about what the world wants when God already made the world the way he wanted it to? And he has the friends in my life that are supposed to be there. Jeremiah 119 says, they will fight against you but will not overcome you for I am with you and will rescue you. I just... I hear that. He will rescue me. And I think, thank you, Lord, for rescuing me. Me and my friends had a Bible study this Monday night, and we were talking about some of our testimonies and some of our stories, and Pearl asked us a question, and she said, what was one moment in your life that really shifted you, really shifted your mindset? And this is a story that I honestly haven't really told people. Like, yes, I wrote a book. Yes, I post on Instagram. Yes, I talk to people. But this is something that I hide because it's something that almost I'm embarrassed about. But I shouldn't be because it could help someone else. And I had to have faith to get through it. Because last year, I was in a really dark place. I was suffering with an eating disorder that was taking over my life, and I had really, really bad depression and anxiety. I had panic attacks all the time at school, and I didn't want to tell people because, I, one, I didn't think I needed the help, and two, I didn't want people to know. And I remember just being so heartbroken and so sad, thinking there's no point for me if I, if I can't get through this. And at that time, I didn't think I could. And I remember this night, I was sitting in my bedroom, it was like two in the morning, and I was trying to write down all the reasons why I did have a purpose and why there should be a reason for me to stay. And hours went by and I couldn't come up with a single thing. And that breaks my heart, that I couldn't come up with a single thing, not even to go to Chick-fil-A. I couldn't come up with anything. And then it hit me, later that night, my mom came in my room, and I don't remember much of what happened, but I remember my mom coming in my room and just holding me, and she's like, I am with you. God is with you. Your friends are with you. There is a purpose in your life. My new favorite Bible verse is Numbers 23, 19. 
says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. God gave us promises. He told us that we're going to be okay. He told us that he loved us. He told us that we have a purpose, and he does not lie to us about that. I would not be here today without God. Y'all would not be here today without God. He, all of his promises have come true in my life, and I know they will come true for you. One of them is deliverance from depression. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Ms. Margie actually told me this a couple weeks ago because I asked her, I was like, I really need prayer because I'm suffering a lot. I go home and I'm sad. I don't want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do all these things. And she said, you know what I like to do? I like to stomp on the devil. And I was like, okay, Miss Margie. <laughs> um, yeah, you, can, you do that. Love you, but no. I tried it. I went home that night and I was so sad. I was so anxious about the next day. I was anxious about going back to school and seeing my friends and not wanting to see my friends. And so I stood there in my bed and I was like, I'm gonna give it a try. And I went, devil, I stomped on you. And before I knew it, I felt such at peace. I didn't feel so sad anymore because I stomped on him. As silly as it sounds, it really does work. And he will flee from you. He will, because God is not a God that lies. He gives us strength. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those of you who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's another example of God giving us strength when we ask him for it. We have to ask him for it, though. He gives us freedom from fear and anxiety. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. He does not lie to us. He is always with us. He gives us a safe place. Proverbs 35 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I know a lot of y'all might be thinking, faith. I have faith. Faith is so easy. I believe in God. Why would I go to church if I did not believe in God? But this is an extra step. Having an even if kind of faith is really hard, especially when things are not going your way. So how do we get this even if kind of faith? We have to seek it. You can't get things without actually going for it. For example, I'm a runner. And if I wanted to get under a five or like under a six minute mile or whatever it is, I actually have to train for it. I can't just go out there one day and be like, I'm going to get a 530 mile because I'm so good at running. No, no, you can't do that. You actually have to seek it. You have to seek God. One of those ways is reading your Bible. Why would God provide us with a Bible if he didn't want us to read it? He had all these people write in the Bible. He was wanting us to read it because he gives us the truth in it. <laughs> Not to be rude, but you have to put your big girl and boy pants on, okay? You just have to. You have to show up to God. You have to tell him, God, I need you. God, I'm struggling. It's been really hard. I need you. You have to show up to God for him to be with you. I mean, he's always with you, but for him to show himself to you, you have to ask him for it. And you have to own up to your mistakes. 
a lot of the times I tell myself, God, why would you make this happen? God, like, can you just take it away already? But I also have to own up to my mistakes. I have to own up to all the sin in my life. I have to own up to not reading the Bible, not spending time with him. Because if I don't own up to all that, I'm not allowing him to work in me. And another thing, a lot of people hate when I say this, but you have to pray about it. I have learned that prayer is huge. I asked for some pretty big prayers the last year, and it kind of wrecked my life. But now that I look back on it, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, I prayed that he would take people out of my life that didn't need to be in my life. And I lost almost all my friendships last year. By the time I was getting to the summer, all my best friends that I had for seven years were no longer in my life. And now I look at my group of friends that I have here today, and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for answering my prayer. Even though over the summer I would cry and I had a really hard time, now that I look at it, I'm like, thank you, Lord. God wants you to be filled with peace. You have to put your faith in him. I want to ask you something, and I want you to think about this when you go home tonight. I want you to think, what are you doing right now in your life that you have little faith in? I dare you to go home and ask God to come into your life. And I challenge you to show him that you want to trust him. I want you to go home and be like, God, I am so sorry for not trusting you. And I'm sorry that I've been trying to make my own plans because I know your plans are better. Please take control. I'm available. That song available, guys, is amazing. It's been stuck in my head all week because I want to be available to God. 2 Corinthians 5, says, 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by sight. I want you to think about that. I want to let you know that if you are struggling today with depression, if you have that even if kind of faith, God will get you through it. If you are struggling with an eating disorder or addiction or anxiety or whatever it is, having that even if kind of faith God will get you through it. He always has. I would not be here today if God did not get me through it. Why, why would we all be here if God didn't have something on our hearts today? Why would we be here if he didn't want us to have just a little bit of faith in him? Just a little bit of hope that we're going to get through everything. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I do because I've gone through ups and downs. I'm still struggling today. Like when I was driving to church today, I was like, oh Lord, I'm gonna do so bad. This is a horrible idea, don't let me do it. And instead I said, you know what? Even if I do bad, even if I pass out, even if I stumble around my words, you know what God, you're still with me and you still love me and you will be with me for the rest of my life. No matter what you do, whether it's in a sport, whether it's in a daily challenge that you're going through right now, having that even if kind of faith. Think about it this way. Think about it as a calculator in math. When you're in math class and you're trying to figure out a problem, you go to your calculator and you don't think twice about what that calculator is gonna give you. You have never once been like, this calculator is gonna give me a wrong answer, I shouldn't trust this calculator. You have never done that. So why can we not trust God that no matter what happens, he is always going to be with us? I, I want to ask you all to just take moments throughout your day and be like, God, you are with me. Thank you for everything you do. I want you 
to show him that you want to be here. I want you to tell him, God, I don't want to deal with this depression anymore, and I want you to take it away. I want you to tell him, God, I don't want to struggle with this addiction or these, this anxiety that I'm dealing with. I want you to take it away. And even if I go through more, even if I struggle every single day, I will trust you that you will get me through it. I want y'all to do that because God wants you to do it. He wants you. He brought you here today because he wanted you to know that he's with you. I feel him. And I know y'all feel him because God's so good and he is not a God that lies to us. Just like Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind because God does not lie to us. I wanna ask today, I'm doing an altar call, that if you have gone through anything that I've talked about, that depression, that anxiety, the addiction, the just not trusting God or not trusting in a relationship because I know how that is too, if you are struggling today, I want you to come up here and I want to pray for you because God's not a God that lies. And he knows that your heart is here and he knows that you want him in your life and that you want to have that even if or that calculator faith. So I want you all to come up here, take a step of faith if you can. And I want you all just to come up here.